0: Howdy Scrappers, Sam here. The end of Book 2 is rapidly approaching and we wanted to celebrate so we're partnering with Norse Foundry to uh, give away a bunch of stuff. This one's going to be way bigger than any giveaway we've ever done. We're talking bigger prizes, more prizes, and more ways to enter. First things first, what are we playing for? So we're going to start with two grand prize winners, each of whom gets a complete set of Norse Foundry Metal dice, along with an 18 by 12 Very Capable 4 poster with the original Alyssa Avery art, which is, you know, beautiful. A third winner is going to get their hands on a Very Capable 4 poster. That's just the start. Once we hit 175 contrast entries, third prize is also going to get their choice of merchandise from the Pot Against the Machine store. We're talking like a t-shirt, a hat, a water bottle, messenger bag, mouse pad, that sort of thing, um, in addition to the poster. Once we hit 250 entries, two winners will get a poster and their choice of merch from the store. Uh, from There'll be like a qualified list or something that I can't specifically enumerate here because I don't know it off the top of my head. Once we hit 300 entries, Make that three, for a grand total of five major prize winners. After that, for every 50 additional entries we get, we're gonna add on another winner, this time, of a sticker four-pack. And if we, say, get to 400 total entries, maybe those sticker four-packs become five-packs. What? So, what can you do to win? How can you win? Starting right now with this episode, and over the course of the day, these things are going to be popping up on our various social medias. You can get an entry for following Pot Against the Machine and liking slash retweeting our pinned tweet. Uh, You can get an entry for joining the event um, that we've posted on our Facebook at facebook.com slash podagainstthemachine. You can follow pod underscore against underscore the, mach- the underscore machine on Instagram and like the post from today. And um, you can subscribe to our Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash pod versus machine. You can subscribe to our YouTube at our YouTube URL. That's impossible for me to pronounce out loud, but Uh, You can join our Discord server. Link is always in our show notes. It's also available on podagainstthemachine.com. You can also get two entries for each review you leave for Pod Against the Machine. So you can leave us a review on Apple, on Podcast Addict, on Podchaser, on any other, you know, service that does podcast reviews. And they're all worth entries. Um, But here's the big one. You can get five entries for supporting us on Patreon or Ko-Fi or Ko-fi or Coffee or, or whatever you call it, regardless of tier. So this contest is going to run for two weeks from right now, the drop of episode 73, to the drop of episode 75 on May 25th. Winners will be announced when we release episode 76, also known as the final episode of book two. That'll be on, what are we saying, June 1st? Well, good luck, scrappers. Details are in the comments, in the description, in the show notes, all over social media, and on potagainstthemachine.com. This is pot Against the Machine.
1: Uh-huh. Pod Against the Machine.
2: to Pot Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast that's secretly just about the post office. I'm your host, and here's everybody.
3: Hey.
4: Hello. Rain Hello. or
3: shine, etc. Howdy.
4: The darkest day. That's the post office one, right? Green lantern post office.
3: What can the post office do for you? Evan Costner.
4: I've got a lot of slogans over the years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> including the slogan, Green Lantern and <laughs>
3: Kevin
4: Costner. <laughs> USPS colon, Green Lantern comma Kevin Costner.
3: Yeah, it was a really wild DC crossover arc.
2: I can't believe they changed all the uniforms to green. But
4: it was a choice.
2: Well, previously on the program, other than Tom Petty showing up and taking over Scrapwall, the party went through... Kogara's things. They found all sorts of exposition in there, they found some nice drawings of some terrifying looking machines, and some references to some kind of source that Hellion wanted to wage war on using a gigantic 400 foot long excavator. Which upon closer inspection, uh, the party I believe decided, that's what you're all in right now, that's what the Lords of Rust have been digging up all this time. And then a little bit further exploration revealed that Kolgara had been keeping a prisoner in the storage room behind her personal quarters. That prisoner was Nolik, the technically spy slash wizard, who was apparently being forced to charge batteries at Chainsaw Point. (laughs) But of course everyone had stopped feeding him a few days ago, what with the mysterious disappearance of Kolgara our benevolent party let him uh, be on his way after getting even more exposition out of him. Uh, he revealed that the Technic League is after someone called Cassandra Lee, who escaped from the Silver Mountain with an artifact called a Neurocan, which apparently contains absurd amounts of information about the inside of the Silver Mountain, which is extraordinarily valuable to you know, an organization that whose entire existence is centered on the Silver Mountain. And then, um, after Nolik uh, took off and ran out of the plot forever, um, Asher made a, a startling revelation that he um, is a reptoid. <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, he revealed just what he's been keeping under his hat, and it wasn't a lizard, it was a letter. A letter addressed to someone named Cassandra Lee. And that's where we are now, gang. Deep beneath the Scrapmaster's Arena in a giant excavator.
5: That going has gotta be so sweaty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's coated in nacho cheese.
6: So, um, is it safe to assume that the catwalk that goes south and then turns west might be those stairs that we saw in the jewel room?
5: here. Oh, this down here? To there. Yeah.
2: yeah, it looks like that's probably the end of the stairs and it yeah. just sort of hasn't been excavated.
6: Okay, cool.
2: That seems a reasonable Ironic.
6: Ironic um, considering what we're in. So that only leaves going north, right?
2: Yeah, there were a few doors uh, left in inside the excavator that you haven't explored. And there was sort of a the back of the excavator is kind of open to the air, which you haven't gone yeah, down is to that, that
5: side yet. This right here, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't even see where you're pinning.
4: Yeah, do that again? It's
5: uh, way up north and then to the uh,
4: left. North left.
5: Huh. North oh, yeah, by north right. left. And that classic cardinal direction. <laughs> north left. <laughs> <laughs> the very end of that row of pillars there's like a gap. And I... I don't remember that being the direction we came from, because I'm pretty sure we came from here, so that means that's got to be something we haven't looked at yet. Yeah. yeah.
2: The stairs you came from were kind of on the south.
5: Yeah, it was these ones, because that's where we fought the uh, chul. Uh, so, and then, yeah. And then we have the one that you mentioned up north, yeah. This is all in the fog of
6: war, so if you are pinging, it is in vain for me.
5: Hello. Oh, you can't see my pings in the fog? No. Okay. I thought you could.
4: I can see the pings. The pings I couldn't the see the pings.
5: Oh, there's the ping.
4: The ping in yeah. the fog.
5: Yeah. <laughs> the ping in the fog. Oh
4: uh,
2: yes, that R.L. Stein classic The Ping
6: in the
4: Fog. Uh, oh, just now, see, about I was
5: going to go with goosebumps. that's my favorite Wux, uh, w- uh, Wuxia. How is I forget how that's pronounced. Those, uh, the uh, martial arts movies. Is it Wuxia? Yeah, I can't help you with
4: that. But I do know, <laughs> I know. what word you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah
5: like, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon.
3: As a citizen of the united states i just assume that every pronunciation i think of in a foreign language is just wrong <laughs>
2: it is <just> wrong yeah
3: <laughs> which i think shows some self-awareness uh yeah. <laughs> beyond what most people care <laughs> yeah uh, i will
2: not pretend that i can do this correctly
3: love you um, yeah. fellow right u.s citizens it. you can no, just
2: edit that out nice.
3: they're fine yeah
2: <laughs> they're okay
6: Really worried about you alienating the U.S. citizen listeners. There's (laughs) going to be so many people that are just (laughs) deeply offended. Man.
2: It's like 300
3: million people just true patriots. Nobody's going to buy that Mad Ups jersey now.
5: I'm pretty sure they're like our smallest demographic (laughs) of the listeners. (laughs) Yeah,
2: you're lucky we're doing well in Australia and Sweden.
1: (laughs) Where to, gang?
4: Yes.
5: Yes. <laughs> Where yes. to, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Vargas is uh, still kind of in shock from uh, hearing the news that his old boss is a druggie. So, he's just kind of going to go along with whatever everybody else decides. Uh, so,
6: there's this bed down here, right? Uh, bottom right-hand corner, southeastern corner, that was also mentioned that we would be able to get down to, or we can... Do you all want to investigate the, like, ground? Does that sound good?
4: Like, this ground?
6: Well, yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, the, yeah there's this bed the that got mentioned last yeah. time.
5: Yeah, I'm guessing that's probably where either... Uh, I'm guessing either the Etten or the uh, Troll probably slept there, one of the two of them. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it looks kind of, it's really big and it looks kind of like something someone like that would use.
3: Do you want to just drop a rope? But there how, could how be stuff there.
2: Yeah. It's uh, about a 30 foot
4: uh, climb down. Asher well, sure can go ahead and hop on down. Hop down thought down. about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, is there anything nearby we can anchor to? Like, What kind of railing is and here? You've
2: got... You've got this sort of shin high um, like guardrail around the platform you're on which doesn't really have anything to specifically anchor to but then like once you get over to the corner there is this large arm made of like metal girders Um, so I mean that's very easy to tie to up there
5: and it looks uh, like structurally secure like it can hold a person's weight if we Tie oh, to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. She said that so totally confidently. Late. Oh, it, it can <laughs> hold <laughs> such a person. I'm gonna so throw a knowledge people. engineering on that. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> can, one of our engineering people roll an engineering check on that. <laughs> the six thousand year old rusty girder. Yeah. Uh, such a person. You
2: really <laughs> believe the person.
5: It, can hold. it, it could hold
3: uh, something. Twenty three.
2: Yeah, it looks structurally sound. This big, heavy metal thing.
3: Looks like we should be able to tie off a rope here to aid in our descent. If we'd like to investigate whatever
1: lovely bedding seems to be down there. Sounds good to me.
6: Uh, And... Can we do, like, a per- general perception down there and see if we see anything else? I don't think we did that in the last game.
2: Yeah, you can take a look down there from where you are.
6: Just assess to see if there's anything else besides that bed down there. That is a dirty 20 for Brixpo.
2: Well, you find yourself looking down at um, a large cavern, basically. Um... But the metal leviathan that you're on, which is, you know, a huge, is towering 30 feet above the ground of the tavern. It's a you know dirt-covered facade of sharp an- angles and pitted and rusty metal wall. And you're up on the rusty balcony. Um, you can see the massive mound of furs, rags, and refuse. That's like a nest of some sort in the southeast corner. Um. And it looks like up to the north, the cavern kind of turns away into a 10 foot wide tunnel Hmm. that curves off into some smaller cave. Um, It looks like there's a lot of evidence here of recent excavation work. Um, Looks like this is where a lot of the work has been going, and people have painted demonic faces with spiked metal claws like on the walls on the metal work here um just like carved them into the the sort of ground there and and there's like shovels and picks
5: and stuff all around I wonder if that's like a warning of something that's down there (laughs)
4: it always is
1: so do we want to go down or clear up here
4: maybe we can just Poke our heads in really quickly and then pop back up here. Poke our heads out. Poke down. Poke around down there. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the upper title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let's just go. Uh. <laughs>
6: so
4: so so Kira will climb down. There's nothing we don't see anything overtly threatening. She's decent at climbing. Is she decent at climbing? No, she's not. My bad. Still. I mean,
2: are you going to secure any sort of a rope? You're just going
4: to climb down the wall. Uh, no, we're going to of... discuss the rope and then ignore it. No, we can we can secure a rope. <laughs> We've got rope.
3: Yeah, rope. only a fool of a party would would come prepared, unprepared, wholly no ropes.
6: <laughs> Can't we're even. clearly the currency of the seven. Darklands. I mean, we couldn't be found without it, right? Yeah, we, we... we didn't give it all away
4: yeah
5: uh right yep. oh. I think um uh, I have 10 pounds of rope I don't know how long that is oh, that's probably I don't know why it's measured foot. in I don't know why it's measured feet. in weight and not length for just the default uh, oh yeah it says 50 length. feet of rope One
4: yeah 50 very rope. short thick rope cool uh great yeah no because I do think we actually we actually sold all the but surely we stocked up another rope right?
3: How many pounds of rope do you think we'd need to get down there? It's a conversation it's they down. hear all the time. I think we'd really spelunking. dig
6: into this for the rest of the app. <laughs>
4: let's stay right here.
6: Rope logistics as much have as soap possible. soap in
5: a four pound pot. Why am I carrying this stuff?
6: <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would recommend especially since it's 50 feet, let's knot it. So we can make it a DC five climb check for everybody. Yeah. Um, which I'm going to attempt right now. Hey. That'll be fun.
4: Wow. I have a pot too. I'll also roll. Yeah, I think
5: it's part of like when you pick a starting adventuring gear, so <laughs> yeah. it gives you a four pound pot to make sure you go over your, wait, yeah, as I say, four
4: pounds is a lot.
3: If your strength score is under 10, you don't buy the adventuring kit for that reason. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you onesie <laughs> you and things You skip the, you'll the pot. Need.
4: <laughs> Well, for our listeners at home, it's uh, enough stew to feed one hungry human for one meal. I'm sorry, it can hold enough stew. I'm assuming it does not come with stew. No,
3: I'd like to think you've been carrying around a pot of stew <laughs> and just yeah, it's one of those a little like nip like, here forever. and
5: there. Sorry, yeah,
4: that's the beet mm-hmm. stuff, right. Yeah. God, we make a great product here, team.
5: <laughs> you can just kind of tell, like, this would be a special one. Did you still need to... uh... Oh, wait, no, you had a plus three, not a plus six. I thought you had a plus six and you rolled a three. I'm sorry. That's why you rolled when you had higher.
4: What are we rolling to not?
6: Climb. It's a DC five to go down. Oh. I I might be the only one who has to. Maybe Asher. I need a seven or higher to be able to climb.
2: You're not in danger. You can just take ten.
6: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay, okay. Well, We don't don't have to
2: spend half an hour On climb checks (laughs) We did that in like episode 5
4: That gives us plenty of time to discuss I remember that's why Vargas
5: has a plus 6 To climb now because we did that in episode 5 So I've been putting a point into climb Every level since Wow.
3: (laughs) Ryan's dice Natural 18 for a 16
2: Oh man you climb so good Yeah
3: Looks like a natural Alright so we're down
2: Um, As you climb down and you sort of get a view of the underside of these steel girders uh, coming out on this gigantic arm or structure that sticks out of this huge machine, uh, you can see that someone has hung um, like strips of sinew and tied around humanoid bones. They're just, like, hanging from, like, dozens of them, hanging all about, like, decorations. They're almost like wind chimes, and they, as you're climbing by them, they bump into each other and clack and clatter, so it's fun. Mm.
6: Got a lot of wind down here in this fully underground tunnel.
2: Probably not usually, but maybe on special occasions. <laughs> Could have done
6: <laughs>
3: racing underneath it, like, who can run the fastest going kind to of generate their own wind.
6: Fair. Should we roll another perception down here, or do we see anything else besides the, the scary, scary arts and crafts?
2: Um, I think that that's really the only different thing you can see from having a new angle. And um, you can see from here that uh, heading to the north, there is that tunnel that goes on for a, at least a little ways.
6: Uh, what about the nasty little nest? In the southeast corner.
2: Um, That nest, it definitely stinks of (laughs) use and lack of hygiene. I'm not going to make you roll a a survival check to tell that. Something was living here up till very recently. Definitely a large sized creature. So, Hmm. probably the most logical conclusion is this is where Drakes was
1: hanging out.
5: Good call, Giroux. Sky knows. her or the troll, because they're both
1: big and smelly. Should we try this tunnel to
5: the north? Do we want to do a perception on the Dreg's nest?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just assumed when maybe she had a gun. Yeah. No. You're right. When Sam was just like, "I won't make you roll the survival," I was like, "There's nothing here." But that sounds like a kind of tricky thing that Sam would do.
4: Did we say perception or survival?
6: I believe Jero wants to roll a perception, and
5: Sam had hand our sur- hand waved our survival. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think okay. the survival was to tell who was using it, right? JK, that JK. wasn't like to tell if there was anything no. in it.
2: Yeah, just to sort of tell the general oeuvre of the bed.
4: Um, that is a twenty-nine perception. If any, oh nope, never mind. Also bricks.
6: Ooh. I didn't yeah, twenty nine buddies.
1: That
2: well with the twenty-nine, I think that you find that she definitely had some hygiene issues, looks like maybe some ticks. I don't know. But um, nothing really of interest. It was definitely pretty gross though.
6: Mm. Good.
2: You're gonna you're gonna remember the horrors that you've just seen above and beyond the dangling bone chimes
6: fantasy Lyme disease
3: (laughs) in a game that gives us tetanus why not (laughs) Uh,
1: so shall we head north
4: let's do it
3: well since we're down here we should be as thorough as we
5: can just nods and follows along
3: let's do a quick survival over here to see what the foot traffic looks like, was this a place where they were going constantly back and forth down this tunnel, or is it we dug it, it was garbage, we never went back?
2: Um, it looks like there's been I mean, tons of activity in this area where um, you are. Looks like I mean this has been the focal point of the digging, but to the north, it doesn't seem um, doesn't seem like all that much
6: traffic goes that way. Doesn't seem like too much traffic has gone that way. All right, and I am pulling out Scorching wand as we get ready to go on in.
2: All right, so are you heading north through this increasingly narrow passageway?
6: Yes.
4: Mm Hmm. Should we consider the order thing? I guess it's not a super long passageway.
6: Want
5: to do bricks in front, then Asher?
6: There isn't a door, so...
5: (laughs) I'm, I'm no going to pull myself out of the Asher running then, for this yeah. time. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Asher and then Vargas because I can cast long arm if I have to hit around him. Sure. Asher will yeah,
4: I guess have go his pistol Vargas. at the ready. You can also cast I just long don't arm. want
5: any of us to be in front of him so he can shoot.
3: Yeah. Pistol in hand, he steps forward.
2: As you step forward into this cavern, it seems to open up after about 15 feet into a long, narrow passageway that runs from east to west. It slopes downwards to the east. Patches of strange fungi and lichen cling to the walls and floor, and between these patches on the cave wall strange words have been scratched into the stone. On the south wall, portions of buried metal structure protrude from the stone, particularly towards the west, but the trail does lead in both directions.
4: Uh, Is it too soon for another percept? Or I don't know how like other things you can roll to figure out which direction to go in. You can do a roll Mm -hmm. one of those things where you lick your finger and stick it in the wind. (laughs) Yeah,
5: like survival. You could look for tracks or something.
4: I guess you could roll survival.
3: I should kind of cover his mouth uh, with some of his wrappings and look to Vargas and say Are you able to determine whether this fungus is harmful? If you don't mind taking a peek, I'll see if I can determine which direction might have been the more traveled path splits up ahead
5: to the west and to the east. Uh, He kind of shakes his Head like he's shaking himself out of something. and says yes, of course. And he's going to uh, examine the patches of fungus and, unfortunately, only get an 11 because that was a garbage roll. Brixpo also has knowledge that- nature and gets
6: oh. a dirty 20 with an 11.
3: Sorry, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have asked him and excluded you
5: intentionally. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I have a decent nature, it's just, that was a very bad (laughs) rule.
4: My nature is pretty good.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, between the two of you, I think you're you're fairly confident that this weird, um, lichen and fungus is not harmful. It's just weird. Mm. Um, it doesn't look like there's much foot traffic in here at all. Now, this is kind of hard ground, so it wouldn't preserve a lot of footprints, but this looks like a fairly disused corridor.
3: Just a real quick knowledge engineering to make sure this isn't like a tunnel that's going to collapse on us. Uh, 26.
2: Yeah, it looks structurally sound and it looks like they've basically been digging this out over time, but um, I think this part at least seems... Like, maybe it predated a lot of the more recent digging.
1: Like, it's just sort of been here. Should we go to the east first?
4: Yeah. Yes.
3: Does the writing on... or on? Did you say it was language on the walls? That...
2: Uh, yeah, there, there's strange uh, writing on the walls.
3: What, uh... Is it Androphan or... The non the, a surprise written version of Hallett.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it is neither of those. Um, anybody else have a large number of languages you know, or is it?
6: Yeah, um, so I also have linguistics, but I have uh, Androfen Common, Dwarven Gnome, Halfling, Hallett, Undercommon, and uh, that's it. That's actually it but I
5: can roll. Uh, yeah, I also have linguistics, and I have Kasatha, which is another one it might be, but I think we've decided that I only know spoken Kasatha, not written, but I don't know if an old lingu- uh, linguistics check would be able to be combined with that to help if it's Kasatha, which is the only other alien language I could think of it might be if it's not
4: Androphan. I have Intimidate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a very, the letters look very menacing.
3: I thought you were going to say Infernal. It's like, oh, no, 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 nope.
2: no, it doesn't look like um, any language that any of you know. And it looks pretty. Uh,
5: does it look like Demonic or Orc or Thiriani or Jistka?
2: Uh, none of those. Um, okay. I mean, you would say that it lo- it shares the most similarities from a linguistics standpoint with abyssal if that's the demonic language you know but it's not
5: abyssal oh no i don't know i know like literally demonic not abyssal
2: oh i didn't know they were separate but abyssal
5: is devils demonic is demons
2: no demon demons are abyss and devils are
6: infernal and then there's daemons which is demonic that's abaddon or abaddon yeah yeah, those are the neutral evil, like, four horsemen death zone. Um, yeah, I have an idea. Zach the Player has an idea of what this probably is, but Brixby uh, doesn't. Can I roll a, a linguistics on it? Um. Yeah, you can try. I'm going to try. Ooh. I got a 19 <laughs> total. It's much better than my two for a 10. Natural 17 plus two. Solid.
2: Um, Are you trained in linguistics?
6: I
3: am. I took that rank. uh, Asher took that rank as part of learning Androthon.
2: Okay, so I think with the um, training in linguistics and a 19, you can tell that this is infernal.
6: Ooh. Huh.
3: Well. I don't know what it's saying, but believe this writing is in- infernal, I wouldn't expect that, but it's curious, there's so
1: much we don't know, we still have much to learn. Well, this could be something related to Hellion, obviously, or it could be that red blood ghost thing, could be some sort of devil, suppose there's only one way to find out the
6: edges closer to Kira in the fungus, shall we?
4: Is he going to eat it?
6: No, no, I was just, just kind of, that was like an implication of maybe we continue.
4: Oh. For. Before... Yeah, I did not pick up that at all. Yeah, let's continue.
2: Are you continuing to the east or the west?
6: I think the east, that's what Brixby was suggesting earlier. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. Agreed and as you're heading to the east, do you hear the sound of slow
6: footsteps behind you? I'm gonna cast shield.
4: Do you have a sense of the speed or closeness of those footsteps? Pretending Um, I can't see what's already on the map.
2: (laughs) Probably about 50 feet away, just slowly coming around the corner, taking a very leisurely pace, and as this thing rounds the corner. You see oh. a flame red humanoid with four arms and a strange mix of insect and reptile features and twitching fanged mandibles. Let me just pop this terrifying pseudo kasatha up on the screen here.
6: It's got yeah. some
2: nice jagged um, <coughs> swords and just, it's a real it's like a. Drawing
6: face. A taser? I would say. In its hand? What is that? And uh, it's like.
2: Some kind of little red gun in, in one of its hands. Oh, items, no. Uh, along with. Swords it's like
5: Diablo.
3: <laughs> Asher um, Snot took a five foot slink to the south and rolled a 22 total on stealth to just kind of see if we can't get the any element of surprise on this thing that clearly knows we're here.
6: I like that Kira and this thing are like, literally locked eyes and Asher <laughs> just puts his hat in front of his face and just ducks down behind the- Homer in the cover. bushes.
3: He's yeah. just sinking into the bushes,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's a real Linus move. And this creature is walking towards you like very openly and has swords kind of out at its sides. Okay, and
4: well, can I we like roll to I've... move forward, yeah. Can, can we roll in knowledge? Is it just walking? Because we can walk, too. Oh, well, yeah, it, yeah it's let's walk, roll knowledge.
2: It's walking slowly. Yeah. Uh, it, Me, too. It's a Same
5: plane. would it be? planes? Yeah. Oh, planes.
4: That's a better one. As subtly as possible, turn on a chainsaw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a ghost made
5: of blood. <laughs> uh, does a 22 knowledge planes give us anything on this guy?
2: Yeah, I think a 22 is pretty good. Um what did Brixby get?
6: I gotta I rolled a nat one. Thus the very literal interpretation of what it is, most likely.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think Brixby's probably pretty sure that this is just um Hethweth's ghost
6: just <laughs>
5: filled with blood. Hetweth you know, with a Halloween mask.
2: A little bit kasatha like, but mm-hmm. also terrifying. But Vargas, uh, being the Kelid and being perhaps familiar with the legend of the blood ghosts. He sees this thing for what it is. He's looking at a Zill. A what? It's a Zill. with a
5: Z or an X?
2: With an X. So I don't know for sure that it's not like a shill. Yeah, <laughs>
6: a I'm shill. saying Zil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a shill. Um, Have you guys Zils tried NordVPN? And you're just like, oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, zills are the scourge of the ethereal plane, conquering everything in their paths with only one true purpose: to perpetuate their race at the expense of others. All zills are female and capable of fertilizing their own eggs, but they require okay. a living host to use as incubators. Nope. They paralyze victims and um, store their eggs.
4: Oh my gosh! Um,
2: inside them, so it's it's real it's real fun. Um, They're evil and alien, plane-shifting creatures that possess impressive intelligence in a totalitarian, militaristic culture all their own.
6: Naturally.
2: They see most other forms of life as incubators.
5: So, they're the Zerk.
2: You get one question.
5: (laughs) Uh, do we want to know maybe weaknesses, or actually probably abilities, right? Because this thing's probably got some kind of crazy planar abilities. Uh, spe- special abilities. Is what does everybody else think? Special abilities. I'm
3: just wondering how this creature feels. Did he find this prop? She find this property on Zillow.
2: <laughs> you mean Shiloh?
5: <laughs> he wants us to play Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with special abilities.
2: All right. Well, uh, we already touched on the first one: implant. As a standard action, yeah. a Zill can lay eggs in a helpless creature. Nope. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also have multi-weapon mastery, which they never take an attack roll when fighting with multiple weapons, and they treat their claws as primary attacks while also wielding manufactured weapons. Additionally, they can plane walk. They can shift between the ethereal and material planes as a move action.
4: Real
5: that's bummer. Gonna be real annoying. Yeah.
2: It actually takes them two, two consecutive full round actions to leave the material plane, but they can use a move action to come back to
5: it. Ah. Okay. Oh, that's so not that's bad. not too bad. Then he's not she no. or she. I'm gonna keep saying he because I thought it was a he for a long time. Uh, she's not gonna be able to use that in combat then.
4: We uh, just, uh, don't uh, yeah. Want... So
5: Vargas will uh, relay all of that to the party. He'll say it's an evil planeswalker it can uh, shift in and out but probably won't be able to do it if we stay on it and don't let it stab you with its Uh, overposter ugh
3: yeah we do not want that plan to hatch
4: oh in her mouth great
5: (laughs) oh that's even worse Mm -hmm.
4: this
2: Hmm. Um, as Vargas is talking um, she has this horrifying, I mean, monster smile on her face that reveals like the the long mandibles and maybe a hint of a mouth-bound ovipositor. Um, I
4: would love to just charge her.
2: (laughs) She's slowly approaching and she says, you are the ones that have frightened alien.
4: We frightened him. That's great, he's a jerk. Are you going to hurt us? Or lay eggs in us? That
2: very much depends. They tell me that you killed the Priestess Mayanda. Is that true?
4: How do you feel about the Priestess Mayanda?
2: You going to answer the question or not? I can kill you all right now if you'd rather not have the opportunity to save
4: yourselves. Okay, well then we definitely can't answer the question. I'm just asking another question. Answer your question.
2: I asked my question first and you're being very
4: rude. Then I don't know what to say to you. I mean, yeah, I look, just looks and stares at Asher, who has slunk into the bushes.
1: <laughs> yes, and the understudy, too. Brick shrugs.
4: That is very unfortunate.
2: Uh, why don't you roll a bluff check?
5: Get a bonus because he was half telling the truth, because we totally killed. Uh, Understudy's dead. <laughs> it's an 18.
2: Oh. And she takes another step towards you and says, I would appreciate it. If you would be honest with me, I have not done anything to you yet.
6: <laughs> Super reassuring. <laughs> that cannot You said we were change.
4: rude.
2: Well, you were rude. I wasn't rude, that was you.
3: Asher will unslink, uh, and <laughs> by that I mean just kind of step out and kind of move to stand adjacent to Kira say. Well, we certainly killed her opportunities here serving Hellion. We defeated her soundly, and she remains imprisoned. As for Nalakai, we most certainly defeated him, and Kolgara, and Hellskarg, and Dregs. Really, the list is quite cumbersome, but we could always discuss this if you would like a catalog of all those we've defeated. For one, I prefer not to add to that ledger of blood. Perhaps we can resolve whatever is happening here peacefully. Diplomacy. Every time, single digits, but a 19.
2: She kind of gives you a little nod and says, I don't care for the orcs or the troll or the the android and I had a deal I am bound here by an unjust curse that has held me for hundreds of years she was to break that curse if she still walks Galarian you must bring her back here to free me or if you are Capable yourselves of dispelling my curse Perhaps We can be friends <gasps> Well,
3: that's a rather interesting arrangement Certainly might I inquire as to what you wouldn't an- you would do if you were freed what? aspirations do you have? gainful employment? World travel? What would you do with yourself? And also, I apologize. I didn't catch your name. I am called
2: Asher. I'm Kira. My name is Zagmander. And were I free of my curse, I would leave this hellish plane As quickly as possible. And then what? Quick sense motive on that. Yeah. <laughs> and then come back with reinforcements. <laughs> yeah. Um what did y'all get on those sense motives?
4: Ten. Five. <laughs> oh man. what that one.
6: one. <laughs> uh twenty two.
4: Yay. <laughs> well, I
2: Better think my eleven. <laughs> I think everybody um feels like she's being honest. She wants nothing more than to get out of this place, but, uh, Brixby um, probably catches just, like, the slightest inkling of, like, yeah, that's where it would start, but this doesn't mean she'd stay gone. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Does Brixby have any sense that she can be reasoned with? Like, like, hey, maybe don't, uh, I don't know, go on a killing spree. I like the idea of gainful employment.
3: Leave
6: another note
4: that's that's,
6: back. Yeah, uh, redemption is Asher's thing, as is diplomacy. Cajoling people into acts of terrorism is Brixby's thing. So if we want to do that next,
5: he's back oh, here. Maybe Brix could try to convince her to help us fight Hellion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we'll, we'll break her curse if she and her, uh, I'm going to guess, CR 7 or 8 <laughs> to help us with his fight.
4: I like
5: that idea. You know,
3: we met a fellow recently, Yumpoke, one of the Dark's Creepers. Got it. And we were told that there are more of them and a Lady Tatterface that answers to you and that you and Hellion are friends of a sort. Does that all sound accurate?
2: She looks over her shoulder at a um, Hellion monitor mounted on the south wall here that has been smashed. Um, She says, By service to Hellion is simply one of convenience. He is. I've seen leaders rise and fall, but Hellion He's a nascent divine being, and uh, I am unwilling to stand in his way, so I serve him as needed. The dark folk have been here for years, and they have been my eyes and ears into the world, as I cannot leave this place." She sort of looks over at Vargas, and then... Um, her eyes go back to scanning the group. She says, I've been bound in this place by a Kelid for a very long time. She is long dead, but I remain. Surely the sentence is served. Will you free me? Yes or no?
5: The dark folk that we spoke with They referred to you as their god. They said you were the god of this place before Hellion came. If you're willing to help us fight him, help us get rid of him, and we free you, you'll not only be no longer bound to this location, you'll be able to take back your own worshippers. Surely that's enough incentive, and even if it's not you, called Hellion a Nansent God, wouldn't it be better, smarter, to deal with him now before he gained even more power? Because once he does, who's to say he really needs you anymore?
4: Yeah, we don't even like him. And like you said, we did scare him and break a bunch of his TVs. So if you want to hang out with us, we can all fight him together, and then you can have your people, and we don't have to kill you.
2: I will fight him at your side if you will swear to free me when it is over. I don't care about his reign on this plane. I don't care about my followers. There are means to an end. All I want is to leave here.
4: Okay, we're gonna do this thing we do sometimes where we sort of stand in a circle and whisper to each other and you stand just right over there and don't listen to us. Give us two seconds.
3: 18 cents motive on the whatever she just said of, yeah, I'll fight Hellion with you. All I really care about is leaving.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it seems legit. I mean, she is willing to risk her life basically fighting Hellion if it means she'll be free
1: what does Breaks be breaks the heart like the huddle what does breaking your um, servitude look like what does it entail
2: uh, mechanically speaking
1: it would be basically remove curse I don't have that <laughs> none of us do
6: I'm not saying, even though I'm saying that the Brixby voice, I'm definitely not saying that to them. <laughs> Gotta play those cards close to the chest. So, yeah, Brixby gets into the uh, huddle and is like, So we can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did might have a scroll
3: or something?
4: Yeah, we can find someone who can do it. Truly, I can make <laughs> a sticker that says Remove Curse.
3: Well, that's
5: a good idea. If we're able to find a scroll of it, Asher should be able to cast it without too much issue. That would be fun.
1: I'll, uh, yeah. I'll let you explain that to them. That, um, it is contingent on finding the magic. I just, uh, you know, the read I got on this thing, it wants to go home. But home isn't where it stays. These are Raiders, marauders. They grow themselves inside other people. I, um... Would just advise all of you to take what they say with a large grain of salt. Perhaps some eggs, I... Have never seen
3: or heard of a creature like her. Perhaps the overwhelming majority of her kind have been evil but and Asher will just kind of cash kind of like huddle but also like womp 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 detect evil to see like is this specific individual uh, Pokemon Zagmander detect as evil?
2: Yeah definitely um, evil primary type not even secondary type (laughs)
5: And I think uh, Vargas will also say in the huddle the stories we've passed down of these creatures, if she is what I think she is, they're not nice. They're certainly evil. They appear out of the void, attack entire clans. I Didn't even think they still existed. I assumed they'd been hunted to extinction generations ago. But if we can get the help of this creature against Hellion, it, as awful as it sounds, may be worth it to allow it to go free for the moment. Uh, I mean, again, if you want to
1: promise the potentially murderous, extra-planar bug that we can free it with no plausible way to actually do it, then, well, yeah, I just, uh, I think that's writing a check that I'm not sure we can cash.
4: Bricks, you think, you think we're going to fight her now or fight her later?
1: Well, I mean, unless we come up with a way to make good on this bargain that you are keen to
4: make. We're super good at finding ways to do things. But if we help her, I don't think I don't think we should help her now just to try to trap her or kill her again later.
1: That's, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying,
6: like, literally, if we agree right now, but we don't have a way to remove this curse because it's not on anybody's anything, we could then be at the other side of this, one party member down, two party members down, right? And then the, the Zill's like, all right, let me go. And we're like, okay, cool. We just have to go back to the cathedral and then the evil outsider is like alright I totally understand and doesn't murder the rest of us I mean like look Bricks is pretty pragmatic but this is pragmatism speaking like what I see here is the scorpion that could ride on the frog's back but Mm -hmm. we know exactly what this thing is
5: so right see uh, now what I'm thinking though is like I also 100% would see her double crossing us but I don't think she would do it until right after we broke the curse and she knew she didn't need us anymore. So, like, if we can use her to help fight Hellion and then go back and heal and get buffed up and be ready for a fight against her if one comes, like, I don't think she'd attack us until right after we broke the curse. I
6: just don't think we know that.
5: I mean, I'm,
6: I'm yeah. yeah, I'm down to gamble. I'm just saying we are yeah. we are taking a risk, saying that we can do something yeah. to free this outsider yeah. that's been bound for thousands of years. He's probably
5: pretty mad about yeah. it. So right. yeah, I don't. Well, disagree. that's why I think she wouldn't attack us, is because I think like she's desperate for any chance to escape, and she wouldn't want to kill what could be her only ticket out of here. Now that she knows Mianda's. Is- tied up a hundred states away
4: I my point is more I think it's not mm, I don't know how to say this word without swearing bad I think it's not nice to uh, like yeah let's do it and then what be like no you might be evil like if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're assuming this person is a bad thing which according to the rules it is then we should just end it here
3: yeah, that is definitely what Asher's Inclination is with the, ca- the The strong Evil coming off
5: Yeah, that's another thing is for the Good characters, because Asher's good Is Kira good? Is she chaotic good? Or is she neutral? Chaotic good? Yeah, like for you two It wouldn't make much sense to Help her knowing she's evil
4: oh, Kira's all About helping, but yeah, I think it's yeah. Hard to It's hard to mm-hmm put out that like we've now ruled a couple times though this is definitely an evil character and while Izzy morally objects to placing a numeric value on someone's qualities that is the nature of the game
3: <laughs> and yeah Asher would not be about like yep let's lie to her so she helps us and then
4: oh although if this was an RPG don't help video game that is totally what I would do
5: yeah well like a chaotic good character i could see like lying to her and saying like oh yeah no we'll definitely help you because that's getting her help to fight the evil god yeah for sure but But lawful good i wouldn't i like i wouldn't see asher
6: lying i mean literally at the end of the dregs fight if we had Azil with us that we failed to lie and say and now we're going to free you um, and <laughs> and then, I, like we would have it would yeah. be full go on TPK and it's like I just don't I can't assume Hellion's going to be easier so I mean while it would be nice to have them on her side I just really don't want to get stabbed in the back especially if like the wrong yeah. people are left unless up unless we can
5: like uh, Uriah gambit her and get her to go in first <laughs>
3: It's like. a sky metal for the biblical reference <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: well yeah, no my vote is I guess we <sighs> kill her to her face. Ah, oh, we tried.
6: So I guess before we break, uh Bricksby looks Asher in the eyes and it's like good Zill hunting then. Yes. <laughs> how do you
3: like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: now if we just like instantly go from our debate huddle to attacking yeah, her I was gonna say I would have to because really why to on earth would she just... expect that would happen
4: <laughs> and there, yeah, there is mean... enough I would say Kira's chaotic good enough to lie about that like okay we're coming to help you and then the old turn and charge
2: yeah if you just instantly attack her then yeah you can totally <laughs>
4: oh that's so mean but no let's do it that sounds like fun
2: <laughs> oh, why doesn't everybody roll for initiative
3: <laughs> for good? No, I. You think I'd learn by now? Seventy plus episodes in. A dice rolls well. You say thank you for your service, and you never roll it again.
2: <laughs> uh, so, what did you get for Asher?
3: A total of a six.
2: Damn. Hey, um, Ooh, that's a good one. Definitely. How's about Vargas?
5: Uh, Vargas rolled a 17 for a 19. Wow, that's speedy. And, uh, Brixby?
6: Three for a 10.
2: And, uh, Kira?
4: Uh, nine for a 14.
2: Uh, Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so you all have... What's it called? A surprise round. You get one standard or move action to do as you will. We're going to sort descending. So
5: Vargas, you're up first. Uh, What would the GM rule on a spell that says when you cast this spell, you immediately move up to 30 feet in a straight line in any direction? Um, Would you say that's just a standard action, or would you say that's a standard and a move?
2: No, that's just a standard action.
5: Yeah, because part of what the spell does is move you. So... He, like, gets up from the huddle and then immediately casts Bladed Dash. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) uh, He is now here. And he hits her as he's going by as part of the spell. I
4: really like the idea that they're turned away in this tunnel, like, yeah, we'll be with you in just a second, and then like, okay, we're done, and then you throw <laughs> she's a just person at you,
2: <laughs> Standing there with her arms crossed and like waiting impatiently checking her watch.
5: That is a twenty-four.
2: That will hit her flat footed AC.
5: Oh, that is a one on that. So that is only uh four points of magical bludgeoning damage.
2: Alright. Seems like it all goes through. She is thoroughly surprised,
4: and uh, Kira. Charge attack counts as a single standard action, mm-hmm. similar to what we just did, correct? So I mm-hmm. can do that. Great, yeah. excellent. Yeah, yeah as long as you're
5: smooth. within, thir- and you are. Yeah, yeah, it's what, yeah, so yeah. cool.
4: All right, so she's going to charge with a chainsaw. And I do think she will, like, just a quick apology as she goes, like, sorry we had to do this she'll wait until the blade hits you know so we don't lose that but she is feeling somewhat guilty oh maybe it doesn't matter because that's a three on the die um oh gosh yeah that's yeah 14 does a 14 do anything oh and it's minus two for charge plus two plus two for charge plus two plus two for charge so uh 14 16
2: 16. Uh, 16 will hit flat
4: footed yes Short (laughs) I do feel like we kind of tried to warn her. Actually, I guess we just weren't No,
6: we we, we did the opposite. (laughs) No, we absolutely (laughs) led her to believe that we were going to help her. (laughs) I just feel kind of bad, but not
2: that bad, because 3d6. We're going to talk about helping you and kill you. 12, 13, 25,
4: 25, 25 points of, what is that, slashing chainsaw damage.
1: That's
4: a and lot that of damage. Magical slash. slashing was also true. Um, and All I guess, right. yeah, now I'm right up here in a straight line. Sorry, Asher.
2: And it is uh, Brixby's surprise turn.
6: All right, Brixby's going to five foot step and shoot a Scorching Ray against their flat-footed touch.
2: All right, she's going to get some cover from Kira.
6: 18.
2: Yeah, that'll still do it. With minus oh,
6: four right. Long, into melee.
2: oh yeah, minus four firing into, firing into melee. That will not
6: do it. Okay. Never mind. Then it goes if it by.
3: Delay. If it's delayed until after me, man, could give you a precise shot?
6: <laughs> and that's Bixby's turn.
2: All right. Well, uh, that takes us to Asher.
3: Asher joins her side and fires a brick. <laughs> No, um, Asher will, as a swift action, because you can take this during a surprise round, is confirmed uh, by research. And, uh, call down a smite from this adorable little halfling goddess, Kaldira Zuzaristan, uh, on Zarmander. And uh, take a shot at her flat-footed touch with some... TM uh, Kirikov. That becomes a. Sorry, there's maths involved. 19 against touch before any cover.
2: Uh, yeah, that'll do it.
3: And, is she, and she is an evil outsider, yes?
2: She is indeed.
3: Chef Kiss. Let's do this. Uh, only 12 wait that is yeah, uh, 13 point blank shot (laughs) Uh, and now anyone within 10 feet of me gets the benefits of precise shot (laughs) so I got you next turn bricks if she's still alive she didn't like
2: that she didn't like that one bit it does
3: bypass any DR if she has any
2: it doesn't seem to, so far. At least. But, um, Vargas is back up now with the entire turn. This is yeah, she's sad. gonna like
5: this even less. Uh, he is gonna five-foot step to get into flanking with Kira. Like as it. a swift action, he's going to spend two more arcane points to uh, empower his arm and make it hit as though one-size larger. Uh, then he is going to roll to cast defensively for 17 and I get a plus 13. 13 on the die, so he gets the cast defensive roll. Now, the actual roll for my shocking grasp is a 2 on the die. <laughs> uh, though, let's see, that is only against touch, so that is a. Uh, no, that's gonna be a 7 against touch, which I'm assuming is a miss. That
2: is indeed a miss.
5: Okay, but since he didn't take an actual move, he gets his full round, so he can take a swing at his arm with a minus one. Uh, so that is a 15 against regular AC, so that is probably also a miss.
2: Uh, since she is still flat footed, that is actually a hit. Mm. I'm going to need you to roll spell resistance for that shock and grasp charge.
5: Oh, that's right, because the charge was still held. I forgot about that thank you for reminding me or I would have completely forgotten <laughs> I wouldn't let that uh, let's see. that's a caster level, right? yeah, uh, yeah. Think? Think? let me roll my die first so there's a like 10 on the die and is that just plus my caster level for a caster level check? would that just be a 16? An actual thing i can never remember this one uh, for what one. it's, it's caster level check just your caster uh, level it's just your yeah, caster level, level, check. Check. level so it's a 16 yes yeah, so 16
6: so
2: the shocking grasp charge uh, fizzles as it hits her okay
5: but the melee damage will still yeah you up, still
2: right? land a punch
5: okay. okay so because i made my arm bigger this is now 2d6 instead of 1d8 Uh, So that is 13 points of magical bludgeoning. Do not
2: like it. Do not like it. Uh,
5: That is his turn then.
2: All right, and we're up to Kira again.
4: I too would like to take a full turn, please.
2: No. Thank you. Full full turns are banned.
4: No thanks. Uh, So still chainsaw running. Oh, she's going to go ahead and... Rage to really uh, add insult to <laughs> injury, hopefully. Oh, that's an 18 with a chainsaw, which is my <laughs> second, third favorite number on a chainsaw. So I'm going to roll that again and see what happens. Oh, that's not as great. That is, let's see. Oh, well, not bad, 19.
2: Yeah, two and a half hours in, she's still flat-footed. So yeah, that's, yes. yeah, that's a confirmed crit.
4: Woohoo! Oh, okay, mercy. so with that, I'm going to take my 6d6 <laughs> here. 2, 1, this is 4, 5, 6. Just take these up. This is so satisfying. 5, 8, 10, 16, 20. Oh, and you also double the modifier 20, 32. 52 points of damage. Oh my God. Just on the first God. hit though, but just on the first one. <laughs> oh. So I'm sure the second will not be a problem.
2: Oh.
3: Blood gl- ghost is about to be a blood splatter.
4: I know. So <laughs> sad. I do feel kind of bad, but mostly excited. I am going to take that just second attack real quick. Um, that is a 22, 22 to hit. Uh,
5: 22 will also hit. Yeah.
4: <laughs> what? No, come on. Um, <laughs>
5: I was gonna say if I hit on a fifteen, a twenty-two is hitting.
4: That is three fives on three D6s. Fifteen <laughs> plus sixteen. Thirty one. Oh my god. <laughs> I love this game, it's my favorite.
2: Oh my god. You stood over she 80 had, points of damage. I
5: think we've done a hundred of damage. He still hasn't it. gone,
4: it's so mean. But also I love a chainsaw.
5: Yeah, you did
2: 138 points of damage before she got a turn.
4: Oh, I, that's really. I like, do not condone this behavior outside of that. That way. was.
2: She could do so many cool things. Oh. And she just falls to the ground.
4: Jesus. Okay, well, I hey, want to hey. use my five foot step to get out of Asher's way just in case. Jesus.
2: Oh, mother. <laughs> We'll rip your
4: throats from your bodies and fill you with a thousand young. Yeah.
3: No, wait, a thousand young what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the blood ghost. Yay! Super anticlimactically, I'm very upset.
5: So all that funny. discussion. <laughs> <We> <laughs> took
2: know. her out that quick. Poor thing. <laughs> she has six attacks in a full
4: round action. Oh six my attacks. god! We fought way too many forearm people for us to take a chance on that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Literally every time I get down within the two rounds, this is yeah. my this is my recovery from all of the missed fights with Hattueth.
2: <laughs> very upset.
5: So about those uh, plus four. Uh... Exploding burst daggers or whatever that is she's carrying there. Yeah, electric
3: taser of doom.
2: Oh yeah, she does have some loot, doesn't she? Ah, she's got that weird little gunny sort of thing. She's got two long swords, and she's wearing some fancy-looking metal bracers, which are not magical, but they are worth 800 GP each. But I'm going to need engineering to... Identify the technological item.
3: 21.
2: Uh, with a 21, you are looking at a laser torch. Let me just look up the description of the laser torch.
5: Like a end space gun. Laser torch. A laser
2: torch is a handheld tool intended to cut through objects with great speed. When activated, the laser torch emits a beam of highly focused light, cutting and burning through surfaces up to 6 inches away. Attacks from a laser torch resolve as touch attacks and deal 1d10 points of fire damage, not modified by strength. When the laser torch is used as a tool or as a weapon to sunder, it bypasses 20 points of hardness. And the damage is not halved uh, as it normally is, unless it's fire-resistant. It also passes through force fields and force effects without damaging the field and invisible objects can't be harmed by a laser torch.
3: So, if we're fighting like, hypothetically uh, an AI and a giant scorpion, something bypassing 20 points of hardness could come in handy.
5: Could. Uh, so the swords, are the swords magical or are they just like nice swords.
2: They're just fancy alien sort of long swords.
5: Okay. So there's not anything we have to roll on them? No. Nah. You said
3: uh, when it's activated, sorry, the laser torch, I'm guessing, is battery operated, or is it a cool nanite tiny bug powered laser torch?
2: No, it's battery operated, but it is a battery per attack. And In Is it not ne- battery? Not nearly as broken or a, a charge per attack. Oh, so it's okay. not nearly as broken as the chainsaw with its one hour per charge,
6: and we're only able to pass twenty points of hardness if we're using it as a weapon to sunder, specifically, right? Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. that that gets a so little you'd bit... have to roll a sunder, yeah, to do it. That that gets into the weird CMB territory
5: of someone yeah. trying to do that against. I, mean, I, have, I have a decent CMB. I have plus six, which I don't think is horrible for this level. I don't know.
2: I mean, you already bypass. Um some hardness oh yeah i have yeah
5: yeah, i have but that only does 10 points of hardness i think doesn't it adamantine 20 is twice as good
2: so um you're standing in the middle of this hallway and um the blood ghost is dead she came from the west and you haven't been over in that direction and you also haven't been to the east i think I'm going to give all of you a week to think about just which way you want to go because i'm going to bed
6: good night sam
4: night sam night, night
3: sam may you have sweet dreams of what your six attacks could have been
4: they would have been so good buddy against
0: the machine
2: Machine is property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of Iso Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by your own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Bye,
6: Kira. You just... <laughs> <laughs> Staying with the ticks.
4: <laughs> I'm still trying to find how much I was healed for. Um, let me just pop back up there.
3: Let's and pause and re-listen gone. to the app from last week.
4: I'm pretty sure it's up to date, and I actually just have like 18 HP, which is <laughs> fine. Um, where did where did you all go? We we could address that. Oh, okay, it's them. like I've disappeared into a wall. <laughs> Great. All right, I am on okay. it. I am fully immersed in the game. Let's start recording. Maybe. Welcome back
6: to
2: Podcasting
3: Machine. <laughs> How far are you down? Yeah. If I could just have that number, I'll work towards uh, it. What is that?
4: 30, 40, 30, 28, 38, 50, si- 18 out of 56.
2: 38, yeah. 30, eight. 40, yeah.
5: 30, 28, 18, <laughs> 56. All right. 1 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1. There's one bullet left in the gun.
4: <laughs> Let's reiterate, I'm an English major.